Hello, my imaginary friends. SM2N here. It is Sunday, the 13th of May 2018. This is my audio blog. I wanted to do a quick recap of yesterday's events here at the Toastmasters District 71 conference in Cork, in Ireland, where the sky is blue and the grass is green and the trees are green as well. And even this ancient wall that I'm walking walking beside as I well between I'm obviously walking between the wall and the road but even the the old wall has got green bits sticking out of it but before I go off on too much of a tangent recap of yesterday's events so started off with a workshop at nine o'clock by a gentleman called James McGinty very entertaining workshop speaker. Oh, well, a very interesting workshop and a very entertaining workshop delivered by a very entertaining speaker. And also quite useful as well. It was on the subject of table topics and conquering your fear. The fear of, not the fear of having water drop on your head like just happened to me, but the fear of doing table topics and impromptu speaking. So it was very interesting to hear that it's actually perfectly okay to reach the stage. Having walked up at a normal stage, a normal pace, not a super slow pace, walk up at a normal pace and reach the space, reach the stage feeling full of adrenaline and not having decided how you would t- discuss, how you would t- tackle the speech. That's okay. Even someone as skilled and accomplished as he is will sometimes be in that situation. This is brilliant because I always thought, well, I'm not even going to get off my seat until I've really decided that what I'm going to talk about for the next two minutes or minutes and a bit I always aim for a minute and a bit if I can achieve a minute and a bit then then uh, then, then I can let myself off the hook um, but yeah I must admit that as I've practiced the table topics I have sometimes reached the stage without knowing what I'm going to talk about he also taught us that we that sometimes your first thought isn't the best one to go with on table topics uh, because you can uh, run out of ideas. You can dry up if you just go with that that first thought. That first thought doesn't necessarily have enough supplementary material and complexity to it that you can use that for a a one to two minute speech whereas if you allow the brain to process and give you some more deeper some deeper ideas and reflections on the subject that's been presented that you can come up with some kind of interpretation and some interesting information about the topic which may be more Slightly more off the 
obvious and more interesting and more engaging and more enjoyable for the audience, so better aligned with the objectives of that particular exercise. There were then some uh, administrative meetings, shall I say, that I did not need to go to. So I caught a bus into the city, into the centre of the city of Cork, and did a little bit of touristy shopping, shall we say. Um, but yeah, going on an Irish bus is an experience in itself, and um, having a look around. Uh, back, back to the hotel again, again on the on a, on a bus. Um, however, the bus. Ah, oh, see, I'm not very adept at buses, am I? Really, I'm not, I don't really get much practice going on buses. So, the bus stop where I thought I would be getting off was closed, and the wise people who got off at the step bef- at the stop before that had a few more tens of yards to cover but because I wasn't smart enough I only realised after I'd gone past my destination that where's the next stop going to be but anyway the driver found a place that was safe for him to stop and let me out which is very nice, very kind Um, but I had but a bit of a walk back. Probably, in a, probably a ten minute walk. No, maybe five minute walk. I don't know. Um, certainly longer than it should have been if I'd and if I'd had my wits about me, then uh, it would not have been that walk. So then there was lunch in the hotel, which was uh, which was not bad at all. Slightly better um, portions than previous meals there, so that's good. Previous night's meal, I thought was a little sparse, but anyway, the yeah, the the lunch, it was lunch, and again, lots of uh, friendly chat from people I hadn't met before. Um, yeah, very very enjoyable, very enjoyable. And then in the afternoon, and I apologise for all the wind noise. In the afternoon. There was the, we had the keynote speech from Simon, I forget his surname now, <laughs> whoops, um, let me have a quick look. I'm back, part two. I foolishly uh, forgot that it stops recording when you take the phone away from your face. Simon Buckle is the name of the speaker. He delivered the keynote speech and it was tremendous, tremendously good. He was, the, he was a finalist in last year's international competition in, for, the, for the final, for the absolute global champion of speaking. Uh, He was a finalist last year and his speech, his keynote speech to us included uh, a performance, he he performed that speech but he also talked a little bit around the context of it um, and what he felt he did wrong about it and what he learned from that and tried to share those lessons. 
and the speech itself was was a, a fine speech of uh, with an emotional personal story in the middle, uh, which always seems to um, uh, be very effective. And he uh, also covered another speech of his, um, again where he covered a very personal story, and talked about um, a fellow pupil at school who had he had had a fractious relationship with but had been very kind to him at the moment of darkness and how much it meant to him and that was in that speech which he then explained to us had was then published on on you know, YouTube and Facebook and, and this chap he hadn't spoken to for 30 years saw it and and, uh, and got in contact and, and um uh, very emotional, um, very nice story that. And so Simon Simon's speech was was very inspirational, witty, um, some useful tips and experiences, you know, past experiences of his in Toastmasters. Very to make very clear points, very inspirational and very enjoyable. So a lot of people got a lot out of that speech. That was our keynote speech. I sat next to a lady called uh, Jenton, who I sat next to in the um, uh, at lunch as well, and a uh, very interesting, very interesting lady. And uh, I also met a guy called Andrew Miller, who's a, a very interesting businessman. He's got a business called Business Enjoyment, and he writes books about business and uh, the culture in the workplace. Uh, it's one of his key topics. It's very interesting talking to him about all of that. Um, and when I was watching the speech for Simon, there was the keynote speech there. I sat next to a lady called Avril, and she was very interesting as well. She's the dis- director of the division, Scotland division. Um, so she was very, very interesting as well. Um, so, yeah, for lots of very fascinating people here at Toastmasters after the keynote speech there was a bit of a coffee break and then we had the uh, the final the district final for the international speaking contest for this year and so we had our 10 uh, uh, division champions from this year so you can imagine that they would have been a contest in each club where a number of speakers would have competed and then the winner from that would have gone to an area contest and then the winner from the area contest would then go to the division contest and the winners of the division contests were here in Cork for the district contest. So we had 10 very highly polished and well-performed speeches. The the quality I've not seen, the quality of speeches that I've I've not had, I've not seen that quantity and quality of speeches um, in, in, in the flesh before. So very impressed with the delivery and the articulation and the vocabulary and the body language and, and the enthusiasm and, and 
vocal variety and it was uh, marvellous, marvellous bunch of speeches. A number of them were on the subject of motivation and you can see that a, a, a speech on that subject is going to do well in this kind of audience. You know, speeches that that uh, tell you to take a chance and and you know, realise your your ambitions and try and do something good for the people around you and lots of very very noble and um, resonant topics. So we had those, but we also had some more personal stories, which I always find more enjoyable, I think. Um, and some funny things about about dodgy handshakes and uh, so some humorous stuff as well. Uh, as well as stuff that pulls on the heartstrings. So, a range of of topics covered. Now I'm in the wrong, where am I? I'm in the wrong place. The, I had a little go at uh, judging the uh, the speeches because it's a really good way to improve your skills at evaluation. And, but more importantly, that critical thinking, you can apply that to yourself and learn for, I certainly try to learn how to be a better speaker by uh, evaluating and trying to look at the detail of what, what works about a speech um, and what would make the speech better. So it's a very useful skill to practice, and a very useful opportunity to practice those skills of evaluating with a high calibre of, of speeches being delivered. So the speech that I ranked the highest didn't win, it was uh, second place. Uh, but the lady who won, I also ranked very highly, and uh, her speech was tremendously energetic and... Uh, impassioned and personal and inspirational uh, so she she did a fine job and she will represent our district very well at the uh, at the global semi-final and maybe even the final so that was very enjoyable I was just conscious that I'm probably using the word very far too often and there's a couple of rabbits having a little hop around isn't it glorious so after the unveiling of the the winner and the two runners up then it was time to uh, go back to our rooms and uh, put on our dinner jackets etc black tie um, for the gala gala dinner um, and uh, I was lucky enough to get a seat next to Avril for the gala dinner so we were able to continue our conversation and it was a nice very nice meal actually 
getting good portions. Huge number of people actually there eating. So it took a long time for each course to come out. But there were plenty of speeches and, and, and uh, good, good cheer um, in between those courses and, uh, and even during the courses. And uh, new officers were invested in all that kind of stuff. Um, district officers, etc., presidents and, and whatnot. And after the meal there was a band and they were playing... There were covers band cover, uh, playing 80s and 70s music, I think, primarily. So we all had a good boogie, and then we all, there was also uh, other things going on. So in other parts of the conference centre, we had uh, popped up, and there was a, there was um, improvisation team who were. Uh, doing some improv work and with a bit of audience participation. So it's interesting to see how those guys who do improv professionally, uh, what they do. And if there's anything that we can learn from that as Toastmasters. Um, then there was also a crack going on. Some people telling stories and singing songs. And that crack moved to a different room, a, a, a larger room, and went on into the wee small hours. I'm still not at the stage where I've got something, a party piece ready to, ready to do. But if I'd known there was going to be a crack, maybe I would have got myself in the right place. But that hopefully covers day, day two of the conference. Thanks for listening, Toodle Boo. <laughs>